episode of These Are Bad Movies. I'm Amy Bell. And I'm Amanda Ferriante. And we're going to watch a movie that... I've seen before. Recently. You have seen it recently. I've never seen this movie before, but I can just tell it's it's bad. Yeah, it's not good. I want to know what made you, like, want to watch this in the first place. Like, not for this podcast, but what made you watch it? I was bored. It was on Netflix. I think maybe the trailer was interesting. I think what had happened is I'd seen the trailer before and went, uh, that's a bad movie. And then some months passed and I decided to give it a shot because I had nothing better to do. And you came to the conclusion that it is in fact a bad movie and you're like, oh, let's subject Amy to this. It's not as bad as what you've done to me. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a bad movie. I think we'll have some interesting things to talk about. Uh, If we haven't said the name of the movie already, it's Before I Fall. It's a 2017 flick that is available on Netflix. And it's like a teen something, right? Yeah, it's for teens. They're teen actors. It's based on a book aimed at teens. Okay. All right. I guess we can do this. It's specifically for young women teens doing... I'm not going to describe it any more than that. All right. All right. I was going to, but I'll let you watch it. All right. Let's do this. Let me tell you a little bit about Anchor FM. It's what we're using to record this podcast today. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Basically, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're back, and before we get started, just a little content warning for suicide and bullying, which are both topics in this movie, but this movie handles very poorly. Very poorly. If, if this is your lived experience, I, I don't think this movie is representing it well. So, it, it, it just kind of keeps going back to, I don't even want to do this. You don't want to talk about the movie? I'm having trouble talking about the movie once we have... It's just such a downer. Seriously, this movie is like a bunch of people were like sitting around the table doing bong hits (laughs) and were like, dude, what if it was Groundhog Day, but like depressing? Yeah. Well, so I have a question for you because I actually want to have a discussion. I never attended high school. Uh Uh-huh. You did. Yes any of it like this movie um i did not have a lot of connection to any high school reality in this movie now 
I am 36. It's been a minute since I've been in high school. Mm-hmm. I graduated in 2002. Um, but we never did anything called Cupid Day where we ran around with red roses showing off how popular we were with our love interests. That was weird. Mm-hmm. We did a flower thing with carnations that mm-hmm. was like a friendship exchange thing that wasn't as grotesquely popularity contest. I think you were supposed to buy the carnations for yourself. It was like a fundraiser for maybe the drama department or something. So that didn't ring true. I mean, high school has its popularity uh, hierarchy. There's struggles involved in it. Um, But it was not quite so blatant. And, And maybe this is because I grew up in the Midwest and Midwesterners are mean behind your back. This movie was very mean to your face. Uh, a little bit like, it, almost like over the top, like Heathers or something like that. Well, Mean Girls. You were Mean Girls? Mean yeah. Girls. And, well, and it's set on the West Coast, I'm fairly yeah. certain. And actually, you know what vibes it gave me? Really, really strong Twilight vibes. Yes, it did me too. Because the the emotionless acting combined with the, uh, the, the Pacific North and the blue filter over everything yes yes and and even like the houses were like it was gratuitously a, rich yeah and it was a rich high school with the nicest cafeteria you've ever seen yes yes so it, it didn't have any of that truthy ring to it at all in my mind plus you know a lot of People, as they get older, will start to say, kids these days have no respect. You know, I'm really the opposite of that. Everything I've seen from American teenagers is that they have been progressively getting better. They Mm -hmm. are more decent human beings in 2020 than they were in 2000. There's less homophobia. There's less, um, there's less like money culture. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just in general, more accepting of differing personalities, not to say that they've become free of drama because they haven't, but they do seem to be getting better. They're turning communist. I mean, (laughs) what, how can you complain about the kids these days? There isn't this movie. It's not complaining about the kids these days. I think it's for the kids these days oh well if the kids these days actually acted like they did in this movie i do hate them and kids these days and grumpy noises yes and see that was one of the things i was thinking when i was well not so much the first time i watched it because the first time i watched it i was just sort of in awe just like (laughs) stunned silence yeah i was i mean i was watching the entire time (laughs) and just going huh um but the second time I wanted to ask you while we were watching, but also refrained from doing so, so I didn't interrupt the flow of the movie. Is it just me, or am I not in touch with today's youth? Yeah, and what are you, like 24 or something? Exactly. Yeah, this is, no. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and this was 2017, so that was three years ago. Yeah, you were 21. I, I don't think you... Yeah, like, well, and and... 
before we get too deep into it and talking about every single aspect of this movie, little plot synopsis. Yes. It's Groundhog Day, but depressing. That's not a plot. That's a nutshell. Okay. So let's elaborate on that. The girl keeps waking up to the same day over and over and over again. And there's a montage and she starts trying different things to try to break out of this cycle. And then she learns that maybe she needs to be a better person. It's Groundhog Day. It's just depressing. It is the exact plot of Groundhog Day, but they threw suicide into the mix. There was suicide in the original Groundhog Day, to correct you there. But also... See, I thought that was a, a, like a drunk person that was... No, he kills himself. Don't you remember? Oh, Bill Murray kills himself. Yes, the main but, character. But that was more of an experiment. Anyway. It was different. So in this, to get to the depressing aspect, the main character, whose name I think is Sam, has like three girlfriends. And they're in a clique. And they're the popular and pretty ones in high school. And they bully people. Like, very blatantly, they're the bad guys. They're absolute pieces of... And they go to parties, and they're mean to each other, and then the the unpopular pea girl, Mellow Yellow, named Juliet, I think, um, she dies after she shows up at the party and calls them all out. And then after that, Sam starts reliving the same day over and over and over again. And at the end of the movie... Wait, spoiler alert. You know our listeners listen to this and go, boy, this is a movie that I want to see. Do we need? I really, okay, (laughs) this is something I do need to hear from people. If you're listening to this podcast and go, hey, (laughs) this is is the movie for me. (laughs) Then let us know. We're dying to give them away. We've been trying to give them away on Facebook and no one's even... So much as side-eyed the offer. Yeah, we keep we keep saying that if we uh, if somebody likes and shares a post, that they'll be entered to win a copy of the movie. And I think people have taken it as a threat. Yeah. So <laughs> if you don't want a copy of the movie, like and share from our Facebook page. These are bad movies, and mention you don't want a copy. Oh, and if yeah. you do want a copy, say, you say I want that trash. I want that trash. And then we'll also know that you're one of the people that listened to this episode and went, yes, this movie <laughs> is for me. Yeah, so just a, a, a little fun thing out there for you. And but we, we won't judge you. No. We're really nice. I mean, we've paid money for these. So, like, <laughs> oh, if anything, you we, shouldn't tell we're that. judging ourselves. <laughs> but now we've addressed that and put out a spoiler alert. Okay, yeah. The end of the movie... She decides that she's going to, like, ruin some poor boy's year by, like, kissing him and saying, I love you, and all this stuff, before going and getting run over by a truck <laughs> to, to save Juliet P. Girl's life. I, I, I honestly, Amanda, I'm a little shocked at you because... Your takeaway was like that poor boy, and she saved Pea Girl, which, okay. Well, this is my second watch. Not. This is my second watch. Not the way I would have phrased that. (laughs) She she makes a couple attempts to stop a girl from committing suicide who she has personally been involved in bullying. For years. And she decides to take some responsibility for that. 
the responsibility is honestly shallow, especially since everybody sees this as, you know, yesterday she was still bullying this girl, actually. And uh, yesterday was ages ago. But I don't think the boy's feelings (laughs) were, like, that wasn't a plot point. No, it wasn't. But, like, the second time watching it through, I'm just thinking, you're going to be dead in ten minutes, and he's going to find out that this lady was just, like, throwing herself at him, and then dead. Yes. Like, she's not thinking. Like, the whole movie is supposed to be her, like, learning how to be less selfish and to be kinder to the people around her. So this is where it differs from Groundhog Day, except for the fact that it wasn't funny and was wholly depressing, was that she doesn't break out of it in a happy way. She dies for real this time. We think because it no, kind of it, just no, no, showed no. her keep playing. I, I don't well, know. Well, what that was was a little montage of her life. Like she's like us. Because imagine watching that in a movie theater, and you're 15, and you've got braces, and you're just like, "That's like me." Like that's what I have to imagine it was for. I just don't see that character resonating that well with people. I know a single teen who shall go unnamed. Who I think would like this movie very much. Well. Just one, though. (laughs) I mean, because the teen that it's speaking to is like the popular kid who's nasty Mm -hmm. in a way that just doesn't seem realistic. That decides to grow a conscience and chooses to watch a movie to do that. And, And I don't see that level of philosophical development. And I don't see this movie as being particularly good at it anyway. Well, and the teen I'm thinking of, it's not that this movie would speak to her. She's just not that picky. (laughs) (laughs) If you'll watch anything, this might be the movie for you, kids. Yes. Uh, And, like, to sum up the takeaway that this movie seems to be pushing, it's if you're a bully, save a life kill yourself see the takeaway i thought the movie was was just this very live every day like it could be your last become who you are yeah they kept saying (laughs) become who you are um yeah it was very much the live your life like you're gonna (laughs) die today and let's watch her die every day and you know she doesn't even do much with her she, Groundhog she, Day setup. No, she like tells off her friends, then decides, oh, I love my friends. Um, she decides to like, quote unquote, slut it up and like come on to the teacher yeah. for reasons. No, no, no. This, that was kind of the funniest part. To it was me the funniest part because she's kind of this uptight ish popular girl. There's this all this talk about how she's going to lose her virginity that night, which she never does. And this one day, she decides that she's going to, like, pull out this dress that we don't know why she had this dress that looked like it was more of a red carpet after party, mm-hmm. like, laced up the front, but cleavage hanging out all the way down to the navel almost yeah 
and like just below the butt skirt that she well, and, pulls and out of her closet somehow and her parents are mad about it. With her dark eyeliner. Yeah. So basically she becomes the virginal slut angry, well, emo rage ball. Yeah. So like all of a sudden she turned into me in high school. And then she, <laughs> then she trades heels for the lesbian's boots. Yeah. And there's this whole like they're trying to address homophobia maybe it was hard to tell i don't even know what was going on with yeah there were character. just some off comments about like oh this is so heteronormative and like yes that is something people will say it's just weird to not do anything more with it in your movie yeah they didn't address a lot of a lot of the issues that actually came up yeah um like like the 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 broken family the mean the main mean girl came from yeah like there was a whole thing about she's mean because her parents got divorced yeah she didn't really mend anything she didn't really develop herself much at all and because she wasn't the mean girl in the mean girl group she was kind of the oh i don't know i feel uncomfortable with this but only for a day yeah girl in the mean girl group well, and, and she was mean to her mom, and then she says to her mom, I think you're beautiful. And then progress. Yeah, and she's mean to her little sister, which she's mean to her little sister in ways that you just grow out of. It's yeah. not like acting like as a teenager, you should be so responsible for everyone around you's emotions is unhealthy. Yeah. You are not responsible for other people's emotions, especially when you're a teenager and can barely control your <laughs> own. And, you know, don't be a bully. Don't be nasty to people. Realize that other people have problems, too. But let's not try to pretend that all of us are able to, to rescue other people from their emotions. We aren't. No. And and it's just a really unhealthy teen movie to try to have this girl start trying to heal the emotions of other people around her, like her friend who's go who went through a divorce years ago, mm -hmm. divorced parents years ago. Um, the other girl that's having um, suicidal ideation. They, she doesn't know her well enough no. to, to be that well, person there, in that movie. There is that thing about how she she only does art using black. So clearly she's pretty twisted. Yeah. <laughs> she only uses the black crayons. <laughs> yeah. They they didn't they didn't do a good job of portraying suicidal tendencies. No. Um and they didn't do a good job of making it on children to stop suicide either. Yeah. Like, that's not really how it works, people. It's just really off. And the interesting thing about it being so off, like, this is clearly a movie about girls mm -hmm. directed towards, I assume, girls. Mm -hmm. It was directed by a woman. Mm -hmm. It was written by women mm -hmm. based on a book. By a woman. By a woman. Yes. So I don't know if they know some teenagers that I've just never encountered. I mean, I 
knew kids that struggled when I was in high school. I knew kids that were bullied when I was in high school. I I knew all the people that were maybe those stereotypes, and they just didn't seem to be portrayed realistically. Now, knowing nothing about teenagers or <laughs> other people in general, I do think it was very unrealistic. Amanda's like, I was a baby, and then I was a lawyer. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I mean, that's what happened, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, the other thing that was really odd, too. Like, I understand that the music is three years behind, but they were really into the music in this movie. Yeah. Like, it all plays way too long and on repeat. Yeah. Because they keep doing the same scenes over and over again because of Groundhog Day. And it's just like some of the characters will be like, oh, I love this song. And then it's just them driving and the song playing over the footage. Oh, that was part of it. Like the love interest thing. This just struck me. And it's Go totally it. non sequitur it. now. No, and it's I fine. apologize to everyone for being scatterbrained. But sometimes movies do this to me. Amy, I love you and I forgive you. Okay, I feel better now. Proceed. All right, I'm glad that you took my emotions into account and fixed them for me, Amanda. That's what friends do. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) That's my life purpose, Amy. That's why I'm... That's why I'm not dead yet. It's because I still have stuff to give to the world. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's dark. That's dark. (laughs) We did give a content warning. We did. (laughs) Okay. So now that's the other thing. This is a PG-13 movie. Yeah, probably because of the suicide. No! And there's some cussing. But that song. Yeah, I don't know if the song was actually saying filthy things. Or it was sounded in a like it. Language. You really couldn't tell if it was like being filthy or in a foreign language. It was kind of this weird accent that was like, are they? It's... Or is that like Icelandic or something I don't yeah, recognize? Yeah, but I mean, we made a comment about it while yeah. we were watching. Just like, is it really saying that over and over and over again? Yeah. So like, the thing that struck me it was that there's so much of, of the romantic interest in here. Mm. Like there's this this thing around boys. And, and at first it's really centered around the kind of shallow jock that they never bothered to develop and well, just kind of was a throwaway character and the idea was that he was a throwaway human being and they were comfortable throwing him away in the movie which well because his handwriting was bad and he wasn't a thoughtful boyfriend yeah so you know that was part of the whole love interest thing but then from the first tedious repetition of this same day there was another boy that you could tell from the way they shot it was the boy she was supposed to like. Like, the person she was supposed to become was the girl that loved this boy. Which she did become, which is why she was allowed to die at the end. Which is kind of, um... I was not, joking. Not that wasn't very the reason. girl-centric. <laughs> that was basically how it happened, Amanda. It was like, oh... I did find my fulfillment in this one boy. Well, what it was is rekindling a friend romance ship from, they kissed. They kissed. from third grade. Yes. Because that was when she like, joined the clique and started bullying, even though 
The reason he liked her in the first place was because she defended him from a bully. Yeah. And also, I loved, though, that the boy, who has not been aware of this same-day repeating, Mm -hmm. seemed like it was perfectly normal and cool that all of a sudden, by the end, she was just coming on hot and heavy and fast. Like, he was like, oh, yes, this is exactly how I expected life to play out. And then the movie was like, yes, this is the correct day, and now we can end. Well... The way he's written, he throws the party just so she'll show up. So this is his, like, total wish fulfillment. He's living the dream. (laughs) Well, I guess it had kind of a happy ending for someone. Except Except she dies ten minutes later! (laughs) That happens, his wish comes true. The thing he's been hoping for for years, and then dead. Hit by a truck, because she stands in the middle of the road. Okay. So what cracked me up, though, about all this, because when we said it was on Netflix, I was like, oh, this is one of those made-for-Netflix movies. No! No! It was Sundance! It was Sundance, and then it had a regular theatrical release. It was like fourth at the box office or something. So it had like a five... Five million dollar budget. Budget, and it made... 18.5 or something like that but they spent 20 20 million 20 million on marketing so they still had a loss (laughs) but then it got nominated for a teen choice award for best movie which that right there tells us it speaks to people no because you have to vote no 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 that tells you that when you know the right people you can get those nominations. I've, if it had won a Teen Choice Award, then okay, I would have okay. gone, oh, it speaks to people. I mean, I've, But getting a nomination, no. That is a different thing altogether. I voted in Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, but did you vote to nominate or did you vote for who won? I think both. Okay. I don't, definitely for who won. Yeah. But, I mean, it's fun. Any cool teens out there listening to this podcast? Even so... When you have things like that, there's a there's a marketing campaign to get those votes, okay. which might have been part of where that twenty million dollars. Yeah, but came Teen in. Choice Award isn't gonna make your movie a success. It was still nominated for an award, and that is an absolute travesty. Yeah, it's a pretty bad movie, and I can't imagine what the book is like because the book must have been popular for someone to greenlight this. But I have so many questions because the It name, had to have been better than the movie. Well, the name of the movie is Before I Fall. I don't think she falls once. <laughs> like, I don't know where they got the title from. Like, she's standing when she gets taken out. I don't yeah, know what kept, the falling is. I kept thinking, too, that maybe the fall was, like, before she loses her virginity and therefore her value or something. But she never lost her virginity. She doesn't. But all of this happens on the night that she's supposed to. And that keeps coming up. They well, keep handing she's, her condoms. She's it's really being, weird. She's being bullied by her friends, who are bullies to each other, even. Like, I think that's just illustrating, like, they're not even nice to each other. Yeah. It, it just, maybe that was the fall. The other thing was, maybe I need to fix this before I go straight to hell. I don't know what the fall was but those were the two like images that came to mind before i fall in love no before i fall in love before i fall from grace from grace yes before i fall off the turnip truck the turnip truck no that wasn't the theme (sighs) no i'm just thinking of 
the third act when she decides like she's gonna fix it it makes it sound too classy when you say things (laughs) like the third act and she she like tells her family she loves them and she acts like a wonderful daughter and they're all like who's this stranger and then she leaves and then she stands outside and she breathes in the air and there's just a long shot of her breathing and then she looks around and there's a long shot of her looking around and like close-ups on like drops of water falling off of pine needles and and it is very twilight but like the fifth movie twilight where bella's got vampire powers yeah and there's an indication that there's supposed to be some grand climax but then there isn't and then then, like her friend pulls up and is like what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) and then they drive off basically yeah all right like there's just a lot of oddness all right amanda what do you what do you rate this i I think on our we get your rating first because i won't remember to ask after i rate it okay you still haven't remembered to ask you you just made a suggestion so amy (laughs) would you do me the honor of rating this movie on our ubrick (laughs) really yeah i just think it's a okay i guess they did that they did do that yeah how about you amanda (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like we're both putting a lot more thought into that. <laughs> like, let me think. After we've said all these things about this movie, like, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, the music is okay. Like, if you just okay. closed your eyes and ignored what was happening, it has which, an okay, okay soundtrack. Which I tried to do, and Amanda <laughs> caught me and told me I had to have the visual experience That's on this movie. That's true. Well, I'd already seen it before, so I knew what the visuals were. I knew I wasn't going to like them. It was enough. We're supposed to talk about the movie. You can't talk about the movie if you miss half the medium. <laughs> I talk about whatever I want. Yeah. And also, we're talking about bad movies. Like, yeah. some actions you take while watching a movie speak for themselves. And the fact that I was having trouble finishing watching the movie, like, I started playing around on my phone, and Amanda, acted, very Amanda acted like I had been caught in English class or something. Like, am I going to have to take that away from you? I did not say that. That's what I heard. <laughs> oh, jeez. see what the audience doesn't understand unless they're taking us at our word is that we're doing them such a huge service and favor by watching these movies and talking about them so they don't have to watch these movies because honestly every time you suggest oh we should record we need to watch this movie i get angry (laughs) You know, I regret this podcast every week that we try to do a new one. It's it's Pavlovian. Like, like it's fun after the fact when we're putting it out there and, like, people are talking about it. We can talk about how funny it was. But all of the work (laughs) leading up to it. It's the worst work. Like, I get so angry at Amy and I take it so personally and I'm just grumpy for hours until we're done recording. She she gets really nasty to me. Yeah. like, a good portion of the day (laughs) that we're going to be recording. It's true. But we didn't have as long 
it was a quick turnaround on this one. Also, it was my pick, so I feel like I wasn't quite <laughs> as bad. <Yeah>. But still, yeah. <laughs> I've been noticing now that we've recorded a couple of these. I think oh yeah, I've no- I noticed right from the beginning. <laughs> like Amanda has some. <laughs> Well, it was personal that first time. <laughs> like, you really did me dirty with that first one. But we've done... This is our fourth recording. Yeah. We, which, for those of you counting, one of the recordings, the movie was so bad. And the audio was a little messed up. We, we've we just even struggled talking about it. It was a uh, Mormon cinema. Mm-hmm. It was a movie called The Singles Ward. And we may release that at a future date once we decide... Whether the movie was good enough to be bad enough to be on this podcast. Nothing to add. Yeah. it. Stay tuned. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Maybe people will want to hear that more than they want copies of these movies. See, Amanda doesn't drink, so I can't, like, <laughs> <laughs> liquor her up and trick her into <laughs> releasing this movie. <laughs> might be the only way that it would get released but no, it's you, not gonna you happen you were the one who was really struggling with it let's be real i think we were both struggling we, we, yeah but mostly you i'm a cool chill person who can hang out with teens <laughs> like amanda, amanda <laughs> i i you seriously in that moment just really looked like the steve buscemi with a skateboard <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. Like, well, I have to because I went from baby to lawyer. No transition. <laughs> no transition at all. <laughs> all right. So far, it looks like we're going to keep doing this, even though it is so painful. Oh, my goodness. Watching these movies is so awful. So we do need to remind you that we are professionals. Don't watch these at home or anywhere else. <laughs> 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 